Hi, I'm Bryn Thompson. Today, Pip and I are discussing a quick hit insight that came from our work at the 12th annual Sundance Retreat. The topic is omnichannel, or rather a suggestion to take a wider and broader examination of omnichannel that is more fitting to such a big word. Years ago, omnichannel came about to explain the phenomenon of brick and mortar retail adding e-commerce and then mobile. Today, we're using it to describe how we've added on different ways of working. I hope you enjoy. Pip, last week was the 12th Sundance Retreat and the first virtual Sundance Retreat. And we did a number of different team exercises on topics about uh, uh, decelerating and accelerating changes. And there was one particular idea that we wanted to hop on and talk about just a little bit more today. And that's the idea mm -hmm. of omnichannel, which is not a new word, but we looked at it through a number of lenses and had some interesting thoughts. Would you say a little bit more? Sure. Um, we, it, it's, not this, it's not new. We stole it from retail. Retail was debating for a number of years between e-commerce and bricks and mortar. Mm -hmm. And then the smartest people saw that these were both two different tools and they had to figure out their own particular recipe to advance their business with both of these tools. And Sometimes requiring uh, heard, totally different competitive choices absolute, and absolutely. options for each one. Yeah. Absolutely. And as you say, there's solutions, not rules. So it isn't like, oh, you have to be this or you have to be that. In fact, if you look for a specific rule of how to use these two different things, you're going you're gonna to lose. You have had to be like thinking it through at a much deeper level. Well, similarly, a lot of people are asking questions about, well, what is the future of transport? And will people travel as much? And are we going to work at our homes more? Are we going to be at the office? All these types of things. Mm. And I kind of view that life in many, many segments is going to be omnichannel. In part, we have these new tools that over the last few months and going forward, are gonna be significantly internalized for a large part of society. Everyone, not everyone, but in quotes, everyone knows what working virtual and remote is, and they understand the use of video. When we talked about video a few years ago, Bryn, five, six years ago, we said when that ramps up, people are gonna to start to question, is the transport worth it? Mm -hmm. If I have a board meeting that's 45 minutes away, can't we do that by, we didn't have Zoom back then, can we do that by Skype? And we start to think about that. Well, now we've just internalized all of the people, not all, but almost all the people, including families, to all of these things. And now we're going to ask that question on an ongoing logical basis. It's going to be in the back of our minds and if we don't answer that, A, we're going to miss business opportunity, and B, there's going to be tremendous resentment. Now, there's that, so that, many industries that is, this impacts. I think even retailers have extended beyond what they first thought of as omni-channel. Even the omni and omni-channel <laughs> is bigger than they thought. Um, how local businesses are adapting, restaurants, et cetera. There's some really interesting, creative new channels. Yeah, as you add, what I kind of thought of, you add video as a zeitgeist service, people learn how to work, be in their houses better and better. They, uh, the first few weeks is really tough, but then they learn whether it's schools or how to cook at home or whatever. So video is a zeitgeist service and it steals share from transport. E-commerce, which is only growing more, is a zeitgeist service. It steals from transport. Mm 
Now, meanwhile, on the transport side, we've been habituated to a whole bunch of forms of transport over the last hundred years that are either post-zeitgeist, like mm -hmm. the car, or just flat out anti-zeitgeist, like air travel. Mm -hmm. No one is excited to travel by air anymore unless maybe you're business class on Singapore Air. There's a few exceptions, but generally hate that. College as a dispersal mechanism is also post-zeitgeist. So here we have Omnichannel. We have these new tools that are going to compete for how we do the work better, how we do our life better, all those different things. So that's the one that I'm going to be playing with. And whether it's education, medicine, day-to-day -day work, your mm -hmm. sales process. I was on the phone with someone earlier today and they said, hey, sales is really kind of, that's a good example. Like you want the intro to be by, um, mm. by in person and then the maintenance and this and the close in person. And I said, well, not necessarily. Like that's one model. But if you get down into rules, like the intro has got to be by person and the close got to be by person, you're missing the fact that there's a relationship here that really needs to be nurtured. And how you do that is going to have a thousand different flavors. In an earlier podcast episode, Lenny Henserling noted that the salespeople who were your stars in the previous environment, may, it may be different in the future. Different skills are going to be required, different talents. And I think that's an example for across the board. Every channel has new competitive choices to consider. And the thing that I'm noticing is that um, this seems like a, you know, choose your metaphor. Um, it's, it's the genie's out of the bottle. The, <laughs> it's a one-way door. It doesn't sound like any of this gets put back. It may be a little bit diminished or maybe slower growth as um, things go to a more normal or different future, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna go back. No, we've, we've internalized something and we're starting to get a little accomplished at that something. We're, um, there's much more to learn, but even inside of our client base, there are people that, you know, they know that in quotes, management's going to want everyone back in the office and they're thinking, but that's not how we work best. The hallmark uh, our, of the next generations of workers seems to be that. How do you work? Know thyself. How do you work <laughs> best? Um, and it, I just can't imagine the management style, the top-down hierarchical management style, um, being lasting, like you said, it's another post zeitgeist for this. For this time. Yeah, there's a there's a tool, and if you're not taking advantage of that tool, which all of your staff have now to do better and better work together and figure out the nuance, we're one of our clients. Bryn said, "Well, you guys were really lucky because you started off virtual," and I said, "Yeah," and then we actually had to demonstrate the value of actually being in person and think that through. Mm -hmm. If you just default back to habits, yeah. here what I guess I'm saying, Bryn is. In this period of time, we question habits and we start to think of, was that habit really worth it? Is our air travel really worth it? I think business air travel is going to absolutely get smashed. No one wanted to do it. No one wants, people rarely want to go to these conferences and conventions and all that. They do want to go on that holiday to, you know, um, Puerto Rico or whatever, at least I do. But um, that, the, when you start to have a chance to look at the habits and you get some air cover to break them, then things are going to open up. So back habits, to the habits by definition come from the past, right? They come from the older world of thinking. It's what we did before. So it, it's a really uh, fertile time to break those up, as you said. 
Yeah, it's almost a natural opportunity. It doesn't take a lot of discipline. It's just like, wow, hey, this works better. It's happening to us a bit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, one of the quotes that I have is, um, that I've been using recently is, this is because our habitual way of seeing things gets in the way. When we create our own mental maginal lines all the time without noticing them. Well, here's a chance where we get to reflect as a side, more than we we'll ever will again, probably. And in that moment, you just kind of say, well, that, I'm not going to do it that way. No. So you'll have some management teams that try and get things back to the way they were, miss the idea that there's opportunities in the internalization of new tools, and miss that. You'll have others that go just, ah, we got to lever this in. We got to figure that out. So one day at a time, but I don't think this is going away. You can't put, you can't put the one-way door back in the bottle, as they say. So the definition of omni is of all things or in all ways or places. I hope that gives you quite a lot to think about as we open up our thinking to the possibility of all these different ways of working. Thanks for listening. <laughs>